Mujewale, mujewale, mujewale. My name is Bonnie Kubuka and this is the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Welcome once again to the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Before we start today's episode, I want to thank everybody that has shared my work and this is a big deal for me and my podcast page. And in today's episode, the person I'm hosting actually is the guy behind the idea of pushing to pass 100 subscribers. He gave me the energy and effort to go past that. Let's welcome Semakula Isaac. Isaac, can you say hi to our listeners? Hi, everyone. Semakula Isaac here. Yeah. <laughs> Semakula, I'm so excited to have you um, on this podcast. I know we've been talking a long time to to get a day to host you here so people can hear you. And I've always wanted to have this time to host you here for what you're doing. And we're going to be talking about how we met and some of the things and what you're doing right now. To start with, just tell us where you're from and where you were born. Yeah. So everyone listening in, happy new year to you. I'd like to start this podcast by thanking everyone that has subscribe to this channel i go by the names of samakula isaac i was born and raised in kampala uganda yeah i grew up from from the ghettos by the way (laughs) i remember uh i used to to see you i came to your house a few times and i used to see and you came and stayed at my place for a long time so we really got connected and built a bond that is beyond friends like we're now just like brothers and I'm so excited to see you grow and start achieving your dreams and seeing what you do. Now, today I'm hosting you here because I learned that you are now a musician and you started pursuing music. But before we go into your music career, I want to take us back to what you were doing before you started music. How was your life like? before music oh yeah that's a good question my life before music i wouldn't explain it in a way that it was fun or something i was just living a life whereby i didn't know what i had to do i was just living days as they came and i was just enjoying myself basically and i just got done with school so going to campus i was doing a lot of things fashion i was I wanted to be a fashionist, but it couldn't happen because I didn't have love for it just doing books studying and man i was just living life without a purpose I didn't find myself yet. That's crazy because all of us get to the point where we we don't know. We just we just leave and like we don't know what we're gonna do. But that's something that I feel like a lot of people go through at that stage where they don't know what they're gonna do. So now you studied music. What made you realize that you wanna start doing music? When I was at Macquarie College School, there's this performing arts club. It's, it's a club that is connected to music and it had people that really love music in it and they used to perform on assemblies every Friday. So some Friday, my friend hits me up, he's going to perform and I'm just helping him out with the lyrics of some song because I used to know lyrics of most of the Nigerian songs back then. So when I helped him out, like organized for his performance and, and me seeing the rehearsals these guys go through, It felt like I was part of something, but I was just in in the behind of the scenes. So I got a a vision whereby I could own a record label someday, sometime. I wanted to be a manager. So that's where it grew from. I started seeing myself as a manager, but not so serious. 
So after school, I wasn't so much into the music. I didn't even know that I'm going to do music. So there's this time, I, th- I feel like it was 2017, I think, when I got down with school and I was listening to most African music back then. And, and that time, I remember his Kid dropped F- Fake Love, some song he dropped with Dank Almighty. That song changed my life. I've always wanted to tell people how a song can change your life. Listening to it even now, it always feels special to me, man. So when when did you get to... I know you've done a lot of songs. I actually listened to most of your songs that you've been sharing with me. Yeah. When did you record your first song? And what, what was that song that you recorded first? Yeah, so after after that moment, okay. I've been listening to that record from Wizkid. I used to follow up guys most at that time because uh, I was more into Instagram and Facebook. So I used to like be on the trend and know what's coming. So when that song dropped, I felt like I was among the first people to listen to it. So it gave me the morale and zeal like to keep up with that. I always wanted to be the first to know about the songs coming. I always wanted to be like the first person to listen to something. I didn't want to be the last, you know. So that kept me mm-hmm. on and I I think I fell in love with the music without knowing. So all of a sudden I was just getting new music and digging more into the music, like finding underrated guys. And that's when I got to know that most guys in the mainstream, they aren't there because they are the best, but it's because the rest haven't yet been heard. So me going deep and finding these guys, I fell in love with the music and I decided that I'm going to record. Me listening to more songs helped me get the confidence of hitting up the studio and to Google the director's name, his older works. I went on to like get engaged with the director more and I felt like since I love being behind the scenes of people's success and seeing people grow, I always wanted to like do something that would help me as well as an artist. So I decided to go to film school to learn how they make music videos like that, mm-hmm. shoot my own music videos and for other artists. So that's why I went to film school and I found myself a film school. Now, going to film school, mm-hmm. among my classmates, I, I was surprised that I have a producer, someone who knows music. So this guy like persuades me like to visit his studio and start recording. So someday... I get time and we go, we record my first track. I would really want to explain that that day, but that was like the worst first studio experience I've got. I went to studio, guy's studio was in the bedroom. <laughs> I had to, I had no vocal drills. Like I didn't know nothing at all. I just wanted to do it. Just wanted to give it a try. So I recorded my first song in a one take. When I went to the mic, I didn't stop. They told me. Just sing the whole song and get off. That's it, man. So we recorded my first track. What was the name of the first track that you recorded? Oh, it was called Omunigo. Omunigo in oh. English means squeeze, dance, something. <laughs> but I think that's the song that... Is that the song I listened to? Pass me your love, my baby. No, that was yeah, Oh, that was the second. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I really like that song. I think I listened to Omunigo too, but... um. The, the second one was really nice. I really loved it. But yeah, that's uh, quite a story of how your music journey has come up. And it's interesting that now you've actually picked up uh, interest in this music. And I like the ideas of your music. Now, do you write your own music or you get somebody writes for you and you sing? Okay, I, feel, I write my own music, but I feel like 
I need to explain how it also came by. Okay, go ahead and explain that to us. Yeah, so when I got down with my first trucks, they weren't that good, to be honest with myself. I, I let them out and everyone was happy and hyping, but my mom told me the truth. My brothers told me the truth. You don't know how to sing. You suck at singing. You won't listen to your music because this guy is not music, man. <laughs> I've I've really grown up. I've been blessed that I've grown up in a house whereby you sleep and wake up and a song is playing. Like they listen to music always, so they know nice music. So they told me the fact. And with them being open to me, I had to take in the criticism because man, it's your own family. You can't like refuse what they say, man. So I had to take in the criticism, and I had a setback in the music. I told myself, chill. I'm going to give it time. I'm going to learn and get exposed more. So I deleted all the songs off the mainstreams and everywhere i deleted them i didn't want to hear them again so i gave myself time so it has taken me like one and a half years now of just listening to music finding artists knowing how the music business goes watching musical shows watching musical documentaries and this has helped me grow up as an artist on an, on the low end yeah i went from basically having a songwriter to writing my own songs Nice. Yeah, so now you said you deleted your songs off the stream. Did you, like, save them to redo them later when you start releasing music? Or what's your plan? Are you going to no. scratch those other songs? No, 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 I don't want to do them again. I don't want to listen to them again. That was oh. that was not cool music, man. So do you have new songs that you've started writing and releasing? I know today you're going to premiere a new song for 2021. And at the end of the show, we're going to talk about that. But like, is there many other songs you've done? Yeah, so 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 this time, the one and a half years I'm talking about, I've really been writing a lot of music and listening to a lot of music to get inspirations. I got surprised how they all went on. You know, when 2020 started, we all had dreams uh-huh. to achieve this year. But yeah. It hasn't really been the best, but we really got the best out of it like just breathing and achieving what god has said for us so when this year started i had the dream of letting out another single and setting it with a single and maybe a music video but but then we went to covid times and the whole world was affected so that mm-hmm. alone gave me a setback as well with the music when we go to the pandemic the entertainment industry was really affected mm-hmm. all over the world. So it gave me this picture of, man, I'm not going to make it in the entertainment industry. So I had to like get other sustainable means of income, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've spent one and a half years of me learning, watching musical shows, like I said, and documentaries and falling in love with the music and me listening to new artists, underrated artists on the ground. So when we go to 2020, everyone had goals this year to achieve. But when COVID came up, we all had setbacks in life. And for me, it affected me both in a positive, in a positive way and a negative. So when we go to COVID times, I experienced this feeling of I'm not going to make it in the music game because musicians were really affected with the situation and the pandemic and there was no one having shows there were no sources of income in the music industry so i decided to set off my film career i decided to teach myself how to edit on a more complex level and how to direct more and i just got gigs that coming that were coming in by then 
But then at the end of August and the beginning of September, I got a call up from Chico. Chico is like my official producer right now. So shout out to Chico. Yeah, so Chico is a person who wasn't really my friend. You know, those acquaintances, like someone who just knows you. You know, someone like that, Bonnie? We went to the same school, but he wasn't even in my class. He was in the year above us, but he just knows me. And surprisingly, I listened to my old tracks. So he calls me up and tells me he's opened up a studio. He knows I sing. He knows I love music. So he wants me to come through and record. I was really surprised that he could tell me something like that. So I'm like, at a moment whereby I'm really going to make it with a film career. I'm really setting myself up. I've started shooting again. And he calls me up, man. So I didn't first give it a thought of like, I should go because I'd given myself time. I didn't want to get back to studio without me knowing how to write music, without me like having to hustle my sound with producers because I already know how nice music sounds. So I don't want to hustle with a producer who is also starting. I wanted to go to a producer who is like really standard, who knows the industry, who has had some experience. You you get it. Is that where you recorded your album? Yeah, it's where I recorded my album. So I just gave Chico a chance. I went there and to be honest, I didn't like believe he will have the vibe that I really want. So I even took my own beat, I remember. I was really like (laughs) trusting him. So when I reached studio, the day I went, man, I I had to first set up a vibe with him because, you know, music is about relations. You can't just make nice music with anyone. That's why I think think most guys fail at music because you can't just like make music with anyone just because they know music. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so when we reached studio, I failed to record even that day because, oh man, one and a half years without being on a mic. And then he just called me up all of a sudden. So... I failed to record that day and told him, man, I'll come back next time and record. So before I left studio, I gave myself time to, like, to talk to him and get to know him more. So we are, we are in studio chilling. This guy plays some of the beats he's working on. And that was the life changer again. It came up again. He played some beat of, of my song that is on the album. It's called Feeling Zo. And when he played that beat, I told him to pause. I asked him, I'm the one who made this beat. I couldn't believe it, that he played the exact type of music I want to make. You understand that kind of feeling I had? I don't know if you can relate mm-hmm. to it, but I was so amazed and happy about, about it, hearing such music coming from him, man. So that's when I knew I can make nice music with him. And that day, I told him, just back, back for me that beat. He put it on my WhatsApp and I went home. I didn't record. So the following week, I was just waking up from Monday to Sunday. I was just waking up in the morning, shouting vocal drills. I got a YouTube vocal coach. I used to watch videos of YouTube for my voice. I used to shout a lot. Then I was just writing for that bit. So when I went back to studio, like the following weekend, I had to sleep over because we were in quarantine back then. So... I had to sleep over like for three days. Yeah, for coffee because we were in something back then. I had to sleep over. I had to sacrifice myself for the music. So, man, we recorded three tracks that weekend. So, after that weekend, we got a vibe, man. We connected and then we started building the album. The next weekend, I went there. I didn't know we were going to record like any song. I just went there like to chill. We recorded four songs, man, in one day. And then. That's when we picked up a vibe and we made 
10 songs by December they were done. Oh wow. That's that's quite a story and quite a journey on how things were working out uh for you on that. Um and I believe from that album is the song we're going to premiere today and we're going to I think we'll play a little bit of it at the end of yeah, the man. show. Who are the three people you would say that have been most influential in your life or with the music and everything you've been doing? Oh, the first person would be my mom. And my mom told mm-hmm. me the truth that I don't know how to sing. When everyone was lying, she said that mm-hmm. truth. she was real. That one would be the first one. I think Chico would come next because Chico has changed my life, man. I didn't know I'd reach a point whereby I'm proud of what I'm doing and I love what I'm doing. So Chico deserves that credit, man. Yeah. I owe him everything in life, man, that person. Maybe you, man. <laughs> this is the first time I'm getting interviewed, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm I'm glad to be there and I've always been encouraged by you and your growth and everything you've been able to um, say here. And it's hard for many people to understand negative criticism, not, not like negative criticism, but like somebody to criticize something in the opposite way the, or the, from the way you think about it. Like it's hard for us to take it. Like even when people tell me about the podcast, like, hey, you didn't do this right or you need to change that. Sometimes it's hard for, for us to open our hearts and accept it, but it takes a lot to accept that. Like if somebody came up to you and say, hey, your voice is not sounding right or something, it takes courage to believe in that. So I appreciate that from you, man. The second last question I'm going to ask you is, who is your favorite musician? My favorite? Like, I have, like, in Africa and also in my home country, actually, it's surprising how I love this guy and people find it funny, my age mates, but I like David Lutalo music. That guy, <laughs> that guy really deserves to be a star. He has inspired me, my writing and, and how my music sounds, basically. David Lutalo is the person I look up to meet this year. Yeah, man. How about In international? He's kid, man. Starboy. Starboy for With life. Kid. Yeah, I always see your WhatsApp status and you share a lot of music yeah, from Moise Kid. And I yeah, knew that. Of, hey, that's, and from that's the story today, I've told you, man, how that man changed my life. Fake love. That song, you should, everyone should yeah. listen to it, man, after this interview. That song changed my life. Yeah. Now, where can our listeners connect with you? Some of your social media platforms. You can just tell us the platform you use and the username so people who listen to this podcast can continue to connect with you. And maybe there's somebody somewhere listening who is a producer, artist that can give you some advice and encouragement to keep on going. So if you want to tell us, tell that that to us. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and Twitter as this is Sema on Instagram and it's Sema on Twitter. That's where they can connect with me for now. And I'm going to open up my YouTube channel this year and post up my music and Spotify and everywhere, man, all streaming platforms. You'll find Sema, Sema with C-E-M-A-R, everywhere. I'm going to be dropping my music after elections because remember, we we in the elections and I had a talk with my baby and she mm-hmm. told me we should drop the music after elections. Yeah, yeah. I'll remember to add on your social media platform in this podcast when I release it so people can connect with you. Now, before even I, I leave the music, because this is something I forgot to ask, uh, what genre or what kind of music do you do? What does it fall into? Oh, yeah. I I do Afropop, and basically I can describe it as Afropop. 
though the type of music I want to make is this international sound, give it the local vibe of Uganda. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, now, the last question that I ask everybody who I host on my podcast is, what gets you excited about life? Well, uh, always seeing people win, man. I want to see people win. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should live in a world whereby everyone wants everybody to win. That's how we grow, man. I, I feel excited when I see someone winning. That's amazing. I like that from you that you're not having a selfish heart. Because even when I started the podcast, you were the first person who was behind there just pushing me and just supporting and keep me going. So I want to thank you for sacrificing this time to just talk to us. I know it's late in Uganda. Thank you, Isaac, yeah. for being on this podcast. Now it's the time to premiere Isaac's song. And before we premiere this song, uh, I want Isaac to tell us the inspiration from this song and to tell us something about the yeah, song. So we're going to premiere Swire today and every girl listening in, I'd like to dedicate this song to you because the inspiration behind it, I wanted to make a song for the Muslim girls. It's been a while ever since a Ugandan artist song about a Muslim girl. So this song is yours. To you queens who put on veils and who look beautiful. Right now, you gotta listen to this podcast and have the first chance to listen to it. Yeah. Go. Everybody, it's time to listen to the beat of Maya.